If these episodes make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And once a week isn't good enough for you. <laughs> you want early episodes or bonus episodes we pull out of our cabooses? Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash purelypooppodcast. Welcome to another episode of Purely Poop, the number two podcast. We're your hosts, Justin and Ashley, and we're here to talk about things that matter. (laughs) Fecal matter, that is. We're tired of people keeping their shit to themselves, so we're going to dive deep and get people to talk about their shittiest stories. So plug in, plop a squat, and get ready (laughs) for a crap ton of fun. God, I'm gonna do Al. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do the whole podcast in my sweater. Uh, (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Shit Chat, everyone. I'm This is History of the Toilet Part D. (laughs) Or Part Two, for those of you that. Don't speak fake French. Fake French. <laughs> um, God. So last episode kind of got us into the Middle Ages, into the 1500s, 16th century. Into the depths of it. You know, when castles were all the rage, mm-hmm. people were still pooping in chamber pots. Ew. And in like weird castle pooping ways interesting like just some of the angles yeah truly strange those drawings were so crazy. if if you want some early history on the toilet go ahead and listen to part one last episode shit chat number 43 um if you've already listened to that episode welcome to number 44 and we're starting with the invention of the flush toilet <laughs> and i know what you're thinking listener i know what you're thinking thomas crapper that's who did it he did you're wrong. <gasps> I am? Yep. <laughs> 15, Damn it. 1596, a writer and courtier, who? who is also the godson of Queen Elizabeth I, um, invented the flush toilet. Sir John Harrington. Indeed. Sir John Harrington. <laughs> um, I knew someone named John Harrington, actually. When I was <laughs> reading this, I was like, whoa. <laughs> With one R or two R's? Because John Harrington, in this I case, has one R. Don't care and don't remember. Ooh. Oh. Sorry Ooh. if you're listening to this, but Damn. not the best. Um... Okay. Yeah. Cool. Experience. Um, so this first iteration of the flush toilet was called the Ajax. Kind of a, a play on the 
the slang term for a toilet of Jake's, like we mentioned uh, last time. Uh, it It's crazy because he invented this essentially while he was on exile from the court because mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth got mad at him. <laughs> so he went and like off and built a house and built this toilet and then Queen Elizabeth finally wasn't like pissed at him anymore and went to go visit him and was like, oh my God, a flush toilet. It's amazing. And he ended up um, installing the first indoor one for his godmother, mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth in London. And it wasn't super popular in England or in Europe for another like almost 250 years. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. It's amazing. It's it's like we, we think about like technology and kind of adoption nowadays mm-hmm. and the notion of something taking 250 years to be adopted nowadays. They don't have the internet to talk about it so much. Uh, true. <laughs> like word of mouth was like you'd, you might have died before you got it to someone else, honestly. But the crazy thing is that the, the like royal folk had been like, this is the thing to use. Mm-hmm. Essentially decreeing that this is like good for everyone public health mm-hmm. and people were still happy with shitting in chamber pots for another 250 years yeah because they have to build something <laughs> or pay someone to build something True. and that didn't start happening until sir thomas crapper hello in the late 19th century mm-hmm. um he was a big deal plumber in in the london region and he started putting flushing toilets in a lot of England. Did he and just started, force it on people? I mean, I don't you made it just the way you <laughs> said it was like, yeah, he went in there to fix something and, and suddenly there was a flushing toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd need him again in case it broke. I mean, that's kind of a smart move. I like mean, business wise, like, Hey, I'm going to give you this product, but I'm the only one that knows how to fix it. So call me if it, if it hey. that's <laughs> also just kind of shitty, but <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was a he was a big plumber that started popularizing it and started making them kind of happen all over England and even some some of mainland Europe. Um, and the amazing thing is, in the states, we didn't start really getting flushing toilets until about World War One. God damn it! Like That's crazy. We're talking people. We didn't really start having flushing toilets until a hundred years ago. <laughs> Sorry, and 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 I think one of the one of the reasons we 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 didn't really have these things is because hundred years ago we were still a pretty agrarian society. Mm-hmm. We still lived out in rural areas where there wasn't centralized plumbing, right. which is something that toilets, flush toilets, need. Mm-hmm. You need a sewage system in order to actually have a flush toilet. Right. Because otherwise, where does it go? Exactly. Um, so in the 1890s, some wealthy people and certain hotels started having the flush toilet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, most Americans didn't start seeing a flush toilet until World War One, when a whole bunch of soldiers headed over to England. 
and started seeing them. And when they came back from World War One, started telling their families, oh, my God, there's this amazing thing. <laughs> it's not a hole in the <laughs> ground. Exactly. <laughs> Considering so many people during that time were still, you know, shitting in a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's interesting because before World War One in 1906, we had the invention of the flushometer, which What's that? I guarantee you've seen it as you've shit in the public toilet, what which is, is the the metal um, contraption uh-huh. that sticks out of the back of the toilet. Oh yeah, that has a single handle. Yeah, that's been around since 1906. Whoa, what? So yeah, that's that that was one of the the few like changes to the toilet in the last hundred years. That's crazy. Because previous to that, there were like different Those ways that they did the 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 water chamber for things in terms mm-hmm. of flow. They had like the the um, tank that was like up on the wall. That always freaked me out. <laughs> no, <laughs> or you pull the chain. Yes. No. There's okay. We're gonna go a little off subject. Please. There is a Netflix. Uh, movie called the abcs of death there's also a, a sequel to it but i think it's the letter t but i could be wrong mm-hmm. where there's like a claymation of this child that's like i don't know what exactly happens but there's a huge bad experience and that's the type of toilet they have and i think either the toilet murders his family or like that part falls on the child or like oh my gosh. yeah like there's just death involved with that part of it falling and yeah. I was just <laughs> ever since I saw that I think it was like six years ago or something I was like I never ever I don't think I could ever go to the bathroom near something like that like crazy I like and if you like sat there and flushed it like no thank you don't yeah I that. think I I think you still find those sometimes in Europe I've definitely yes, I'm not going. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely seen those uh in in Europe before Damn, that's crazy. Well, it was, and it's interesting because there hasn't been a whole lot of development in terms of the toilet over the last hundred years, except for in Australia. This was in the nineteen eighties. A company called Coroma came up with DuoSet, which is what you see nowadays with the two different buttons. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Less water more water right and that's about it in terms of really of changes over the last hundred years when did the bidet come around is that even considered part of a flush toilet um i didn't see anything about that because i feel like that's a minor thing where you can actually attach it to your water line and put it on your oh i think that's i think that specifically is pretty new because most bidets that i have experienced were separate whole yeah were were, were a completely separate toilet essentially dang yeah so we gotta get on this i think i think we're 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 at a time and it's something that we'll discuss in the future and do another series about the future of the toilet in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so give us your thoughts on the history of the toilet. Did how we miss something? It? Yeah. How would you improve it? What, yeah. What would you do to make a better toilet experience? I would make it warm. I would make it LED. 
there's actually a toilet out there that Kay. has all these things and it's also has like a bidet feature on it or something. I think I know what you're talking about. I want it so bad. I think it was at my hotel last week. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> Did you not take a picture for me? Oh, I didn't. I know I'm the worst. Um, you guys, I'm quitting the podcast. So, um, <laughs> you want to reach me? <laughs> it's more like she's firing me from the podcast. She's going to continue. I don't know how to do this without you. What are you talking about? I'm just going to start recording everything on my phone. <laughs> guys, I'm still releasing the podcast. It's going to be somewhere different because I don't have the logins for iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, t- tell us your thoughts on on the history of the toilet. Tell us your thoughts on the future of the toilet. And until next time, everybody, stay (laughs) Stay regular. regular. I'm not laughing at the end. Thanks so much for listening. We want to thank Rich Kilfoyle and his project Ghost Revolver for the incredible music. Thank you so much for our patrons for your phenomenal support. Thanks to Jenny Bowler for our amazing graphic design and to Argos Productions for letting us use their space and equipment. Head over to whatever podcast source you use and subscribe to get all the latest episodes. Give us a five-star rating and review so we have something to read on the toilet. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure to also head over to our shiny website for our archive. This is a production by Simple Box Podcast, which is a community of like-minded podcasters who encourage the discovery of ways to expand communication, imagination, and most importantly, have fun. Until next time, stay stay regular. regular.